your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, we love supporting Limerick talent here on the show, as you know. And this morning, we're joined by Limerick musician Rachel Pryor, known as Rach P, who's just released her new EP. And we will hear one of the songs, Blood Ties, in a few minutes. Uh, but uh, first of all, you are very welcome. Good morning to you. How are you doing? Great, Joe. Thanks very much for having me in. I really appreciate the support. Are you excited? Very. It's a bit overwhelming, actually, Like, and it's so lovely to see... Um, all the support that I've been getting so far, it's, it's mainly positive, so everybody yeah. seems to be even more excited than I am, <laughs> so that's great, you know. Tell us a bit about your musical journey. So, it kind of began, well, I'd say, since I was born, my father's been a DJ, like, for years and years and years, DJ Mickey P, around the Limerick scene. So, I, I was probably just surrounded by it all the time, and also my mother used to sing to me all the time, as a child as well. So, it just developed over the years, and I think um, me being really shy like held me back an awful lot from really pursuing it in a big way. Yeah. But I joined the Limerick Gospel Choir in 2005 and just being in the choir like helped me to gain confidence in front of an audience and that kind of built up. I'd say without the choir I probably wouldn't have gained the confidence to go out as a solo artist, so. You were reminding me you were in here with the choir. I was, yeah. A couple of times we did we did come in, yeah. So you've always been supportive, I think, of Limerick and uh, musicians. What was it about you being surrounded by others in the choir that helped you? I think it was just um, that it's not just all the tension isn't on you. Like, you're a unit when you're with other people, you know. You have the support of other singers around you. So you know that you're just not alone in the group. And I think it does help just to build up um, your own confidence as an individual Mm. to step out by yourself. So presumably as part of that, then you started to consider your own voice and what you might want Mm -hmm. to say. I did. Because I think uh, I've been told over the years as well that you need to kind of lose your accent a little bit if that makes sense which I don't agree with because I am from Limerick City I am from Ireland and even if I'm going to rap I want to rap in my own voice like and be authentic to try and change absolutely and even Dermot Kennedy you can hear mm-hmm. as well the accent uh, Kean Duckrat is another one you know people are starting to really recognise their own um, Irishness if you get me and that's something that I never wanted to change but I think that's part of the reason why it took me so long too because you feel like what do I sound like do I sound good you start questioning yourself, you start doubting yourself, you know. Yeah, there is a style around it, isn't it? I mean, we will have mm. guests in here from time to time and they will chat to us in their usual yes. Irish accents and then they sing and they often sing brilliantly, <laughs> yes. but they sing with an accent mm-hmm. that you don't recognise yes. from their speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think too that's the type of music that you listen to as well. You know, it, it does, um, like I used to listen to a lot of gospel stuff, I used to listen to Destiny's Child, Eminem, you know, all that kind of stuff as well. But I always had a, like, made a conscious decision not to adapt solely how they sound, if you get what I'm saying. Because mm. again, I think it takes away from your own authenticity as a person, you know. But it sounds like you grew up in a house with a wide range of yes. musical tastes and mm. influences. Definitely. Absolutely. There's been everything. Because my father, like being a DJ, he had all the dance tunes as well <laughs> through the 90s. I yeah. remember loving them and playing them. Um, and also being in the gospel choir again. I loved gospel before I joined the choir. Um, so I think... Musically, even in my music production, you can hear the different elements. I love to incorporate, uh, like, fuse a lot of different styles. Mm, even absolutely. when it comes to Irish in- instrumentation, I wanted to use, um, like, I have Tara Howley on one of my songs, Change Your Ways. And Tara is absolutely amazing. She's such a lovely person, so down to work and so, like, multi talented. I think she can play about five or six instruments. Mm. It's amazing. Mm. So, I, just to get her to play the Ilan 
I was so delighted to have her in, you know. That's uh, amazing, yeah. We're yeah. chatting to Rachel Pryor, known as Rach P, just mm. releasing her new EP. And as I say, we'll hear one of the songs, Blood Ties, in a few minutes' time. So presumably your parents were encouraging. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, were you very conscious of that shyness you mentioned earlier growing up? Definitely. But I think a lot of it too, I struggled with other stuff internally, like sexuality. That was the main thing. And, and even in Bigger Stream Blood, you'll be able to hear that. It's all about that journey as well of being mistreated and not feeling like I was normal. You know, so I think a lot of those things internally in myself actually held me back um, to step out because I just always wanted to be in the background. You know, I didn't want to be centre of attention, <laughs> you know, because of those things as well. So do you feel the resonance, for example, of Pride Week in mm-hmm. Limerick this week? Absolutely. And I'm actually going to be performing after the parade this Saturday at the Pride Fest. And I've always been involved in Pride over the years. Um, so definitely like the music coming out now is very fitting with mm. about this it's united in solidarity is the team of Limerick Pride this year and this is like even one of my lyrics in the song says that you know create a legacy built on solidarity Yeah, you know because that's what I want my legacy to be is somebody that made a difference through their music you know and, and you talked about your own journey with your mm-hmm. sexuality well, where are you now? 100% accept myself now you know and that's why I created this music unapologetically, really, like, just to get out and say what I want to say without being afraid. Was there a moment of epiphany around that or, or was it, you know, a, a process to, of acceptance? It was definitely a process because um, I've had a strong faith since I was, like, 18 years of age and then people tell you you can't be gay and be Christian. So I've always had that conflict in my head for my whole life, really. And I've, I've been in churches where I wasn't fully accepted I wasn't allowed to sing or I wasn't allowed to be baptised because of the sexuality. So I've kind of had that mistreatment and I've also had friends that have had the same experience. So that really held me back an awful lot from really accepting fully who I was until I decided that it's not actually God that doesn't accept you, it's people, if you get what I'm saying. Like God, if you even look in the Bible, Jesus' journey, not once in the Bible does he condemn anybody for anything he doesn't even question who you are or what you are so that's kind of the mentality that I think people should adopt you know right. is to have that and, and, and how have you reconciled I mean do you still remain a person of faith yes absolutely because again I just try to distinguish um, again it's not God it's people and, and like I know from my own life like my faith saved my life because there's been multiple times and I will be very vocal and say like that I have been suicidal you know and I think a lot of people have been in that situation. Um, so it was definitely my faith that got me through that. It's no doubt about it. Because I, I couldn't rely on that strength myself. You know, mm. and I, I prayed over the years. I, I asked God to deliver me from certain things. And I also actually said, um, I don't want to be gay at one point because I felt like I wasn't normal. You yeah. know, whereas now it's all widely accepted and it's amazing to see how much we've come, you know, in terms of that. Yeah, and I know from talking to members of the community, mm. you know, and not only around Pride, but during the year when we've talked about uh, this over many mm. years, that, that there seems to be a sense that maybe there's a slight disconnection at the moment mm. between the top level view that this is a very welcoming society and a very open one and some of the realities that remain maybe a little mm. hidden under that surface. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There definitely is. But I think a lot of it's fear-based as well, you know. I think even growing up, um, yeah, a, a lot people are just afraid, I think, of like you have to respect the higher-ups and stuff like that. But I do think now, like Gen Z are really starting to be vocal, really stepping out. People are being very, very vocal about these things and not being afraid 
to express it. I think, again, the Irish mentality when you're younger or in terms of the Catholic Church as well, um, you know, again, they like look down upon you in a sense, like you have to obey everything in the law. You can't do this and you can't do that, you know. So I think that's starting to change. Like people are really opening their eyes, I think. In terms of songwriting, I mean, do the lyrics spill out of you? Does it take a huge amount of refinement? To be honest, I struggled a little bit with the writing part of it. Um, and again, I was just sitting down going, how am I going to... Like, again, I started doubting myself, doubting my abilities. Can I do this? Can I really do this? Because it's kind of the first time I've really sat down and really tried to write, 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 you know. I, I found it easier to do the production side of it, to create the music. Mm. I absolutely loved that. But the writing was hard. Mm. But I just decided to... I think it's when I let go and took a step back. Like, what I was doing was, I wasn't enjoying it, actually, Joe, because I was thinking, what if people don't like it? What if someone takes this up wrong? What if this happens? What if that happens? So I just decided to sit back and just allow it to flow and not have any expectation, just don't have any expectation at all. And I started to enjoy it, and then the word starts to flow. Because, again, just say what you want to say without fear. Just do it. Yeah, we're chatting to Rach P, uh, the musician Rachel Pryor, releasing her new EP, and we'll hear one of her songs, Blood Ties, in just a moment. Um, but I imagine that if you don't do it that way, you know, if you feel like you're playing a game, yes. if you're producing mm. music that you think other people will like, but it's not you, that Absolutely. you'll never be truly fulfilled mm. by that. Absolutely. And that's what I had to tell myself. Because, again, like I love when I'm performing, I love to connect with an audience. But I feel like if you write from your own like authentic self, people mm. it does translate to other people because they can see that. And I've noticed that from the comments I've been receiving. You know, people say like, "Oh, it's very inspiring," and you've you've maybe want to sing again. You've you know, it's just so lovely to see that because people can see the emotion, and they know that you're speaking from a personal experience as well. And I, I try to make the music like not very pigeonholed, like not just about LGBT, not about sexuality, mm. just for anybody who's experienced injustice in their life in any form. Yeah. you know that can relate to it any minority groups you know anybody like that ever had fear ever had struggles with anything can relate to the, the lyrics and the songs yeah you know I, I was at um, Honan's Key over the weekend Saturday and, and congratulations by the way I should say to Limerick City and County Council they had a family fun day there and it was great the kids lovely. were out enjoying themselves it was it was, it was was lovely and, and you know you had people there from all sorts of backgrounds different parts of Limerick and, and one of the things that struck me and, and I think you know this will apply for example on Saturday mm, at the Limerick yes. Pride Parade is our smallness has disadvantages but it also has advantages in that all our communities are interwoven, aren't they? And yes, that yeah. surely helps with acceptance. I mean, it doesn't solve mm-hmm. every problem, but it must help that a lot of the people at the Pride Parade, you know, all of us will know many personally mm-hmm. or will have family connections or, or, or whatever. Absolutely, yeah. And that's what I love about Limerick, actually. That's why I don't really want to move away. I would love to make Limerick my base, but actually be able to travel because I just think there is that sense of community here, always within groups, you know, and I think Limerick Pride, it, it just lets you be yourself in a safe space, doesn't it? Like, and you see, over the years, I've seen so many younger people. Like, when I first started doing Pride, it was like an older generation. and Because, again, people had that fear of coming out. But now you see people so young, like, in their teenage years. Like, my cousins came out at the age of 13. Like, I, I wish back then that I had that. You know, I never had that in school. Um, Now you can see Pride Week everywhere. You know, so I just love the fact that these kids are coming out just being themselves in front of everybody, you know, and being safe. And I should mention our online radio station, Pride Vibes, which you can get at the Live95 app and Mm. Live95.ie. Talking about Pride 
around the country but obviously the build up to uh, the Pride Parade but there's lots happening on Limerick Pride this week this mm-hmm. is the big week for yes, uh, yeah. Limerick Pride um, uh, have you been studying in Dublin mu- music? And yeah. Yes I studied in Dublin for three years at BIM the British and Irish Modern Music Institute um, I learned so much there as well like all commercial music that kind of helped me to develop vocally actually because we had a really really good uh, vocal tutor there as well so I adopted a lot of stuff from that and just kept working and moving forward like and just keep developing as an artist so that kind of helped me a lot as well yeah um you look content with where you are <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. You were, we'll hear the song one of them and the EP is coming out Friday it is it? Friday uh, the 7th of July yeah and, I mean that must be a good place to be it is like I, I feel proud like we think sometimes Joe like as an Irish person you can't have notions you know so like <laughs> notions <laughs> yeah the Joe, worst possible thing in the world yeah, don't who, mention notions <laughs> who's your one like with our EP you know <laughs> exactly. so you'll be trying like but but really though I am very very proud <laughs> Joe because it's been a journey like and it's been a hard journey yeah. you know I've had a lot of traumas a lot of struggles and like just to get to this point and have my own music out and especially because I spoke about what I wanted to speak about without being afraid and that it, that it's getting such a really good reception from people like I'm so excited and so happy to finally be able to start branching out again as an artist Alright well Rage P congratulations Thank you very much Delighted for you uh, Have a great week Enjoy the EP coming out. Enjoy Limerick Pride. I will do. And the performance after the parade, which you mentioned as well. And we're going to go into the break with one of the songs from the EP, Blood Ties. Great to see you, Rich. Thank you very much.
was Rach P there and that was a bit of an exclusive as she was saying it's the first uh, play on radio of Blood Ties uh, from her EP Bigotry and Blood which will be released this Friday the 7th of July and the very best of luck to Rach great to chat to her Your views Your news Your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95